let's get it, listeners. Let's get it. Welcome to another episode of Ameripod. How's it going, y'all? How you all doing? I happened to be rocking to the song earlier today. Oh. For some reason, I don't really know why. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, not on theme at all. Not on theme at all. <laughs> yeah, we. I had no idea what you were going to play, but excellent, excellent choice there. Great not choice. One. Is one. this going to be a bit? This might. This might become a bit. This might. I, become I, a bit. I approve of the bit. <laughs> why thank you? Why thank you? Listen, as long I, as we commit to the bit. As long as we commit to the bit. Yes. Yes. Um. Oh my goodness. Welcome, listeners. Oh, I almost. Forgot my pre, uh, my pre. See, that's uh, why I did snack. it before we got on. That's right. So I that's didn't right. Forget because I'm responsible. That's right. Listeners don't know about my snack, but you've actually heard about it before. Anyways, um, as is tradition, welcome to another episode. Episode number one eighty five. Okay. Okay. Wow, gonna made probably it. probably break two hundred this year unless some well unless all technology fails, which is possible. Um, with the <laughs> uh, but this is being recorded on March thirtieth, twenty twenty three, at six thirty two Mountain Time. And I'm really I'm, glad that our like time is Mountain Time. It it's got to be. It's always. I'm as I was saying. I com- constantly try to be on Mountain Time. It doesn't work, but. Whenever I can, I just default in our in our in our uh, chats, listeners. So I'm always just talking in Mountain Time. And sometimes people, are like, well, do you, is that Pacific or Mountain? I'm like it's always Mountain Time. It's always <laughs> Mountain Time. After the apocalypse, we should change Greenwich Mean Time to Greenwich or Mountain Mean Time. Mountain Mean Time. Mountain yeah. Mean. Mountain Mean. <laughs> mountain Mean. Because that's where we're gonna be anyways. So there only needs to be one time zone. Yeah. Good point. And for Sound listeners like- out there, it's, it's because Mr. Grillo likes being in the high time zone. That's right. Love to, That's be, in, love to be in the time zone of the Capitol. Um, <laughs> uh, I am joined today. Uh, we have we have a good good little show for you. Got a couple of us on here. Uh, it's a show. I don't know. What it's still a show. It's a show. Uh, we have viewers. Show. It's a show. It's cool. Have, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> listeners, you didn't viewers, know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the Denver metro area, John Kelly. How you doing? Very good. Very good. Glad that we're uh, getting back into springtime or getting close to it, at least. Um, rebirth, regrowth, right? About to see some some new plants popping up. I love it. Ooh, yeah. About time to start planting some new stuff in the spring. I'm excited for some tree planting programs this spring, stuff like that. So I'm Hell doing yeah. good. Hell Thanks yeah. for asking. Hell yeah. Uh, you love your tree planting. And it's good for the good for the earth. You're such a steward of the earth, Kelly. Aww. I appreciate that about you. And also with us in the Denver metro area, John Anderson. What's up? Oh hey. Uh, I've gotten flowers. I'm very mm. excited about it. Yeah, mm. gotten some blooms already. Yep. In the um, garden out back. Yep. Sweet. It's very very adorable. Uh-huh. Um, I'm very. Uh, very stoked every year, and the the iris uh, are coming up too. So, uh, my rose bush is starting to turn green, and so good stuff there. Um, started some broccoli and some Brussels sprouts. Mm, love that! So, Hell yeah. yeah, let's go, dude! Don't sleep on the broccolini though, because like with broccoli, you just get that one big head, but with broccolini, it just keeps going. You know. It well, you could going. also just chop the initial head off and then get a whole bunch of side shoots. It's true. It's true. But broccolini was developed specifically to do that. Just saying. I'm a well, big nature's pretty rad. 
it's true it is pretty rad it is is it turns it, out. so our this new pod is uh gardening tips yeah gardening <laughs> tips well you know i mean i am uh your west coast correspondent and poor excuse for a host tyler grillo and um theme my grapevine but they call it bud break all of the buds are coming out and the leaves are starting to go on my grapes. Yes, and I'm very excited because this is the first year that I'm actually going to keep the grapes and make wine Let's out of them. Let's go. I need to check my grapes, see how they're doing. Yeah. If they're, I don't know though. It's been like kind of cold the last couple of days. So we yeah. we have a red flag warning today. I oh, know. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fire warning, and then it's going to snow next week. So okay. got a little the spring in the in the high desert. It's great. Yeah. Tyler, I can't wait for some some firsthand tasting of some Grillo Vino. You know, honestly, Vino. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's, there actually is a Grillo wine company already. There's also a grape called Grillo. So there's, it's, oh, a, it's, a, it's a white uh, wine. Yeah. Uh, but it's going to be, I'm glad that I got a couple of years of practice using other grapes because I've made mistakes and now I'm ready. Does the Grillo company grow Grillo grapes? I don't actually know. It's a great question. You would think, but <laughs> that's a pretty lost opportunity. If I not. know. I like know, that's pretty frustrating. Or are they just like, nah, like that's too much Grillo. That's, that's too much Grillo. I will say I'm really disappointed because like the things that I'm really good at making to the point that I would consider selling them are wine and pickles. And there's already a Grillo pickles and there's already a Grillo wine. And I'm like, okay, fine. Okay, fine. You took the, all right, we'll have to brand it differently. That's fine. <laughs> Anyways, stay, come for the politics, stay for the gardening talk um we but in the other order yeah but in the other order uh yeah right is that yeah anyways come for the garden talk. <laughs> i don't know how that phrasing works point being uh we have some stuff about politics and uh things to talk with y'all about today it's been a little while so apologies for the delay many things have happened but what we're going to be talking about today is what's been going on in israel um another mass shooting i mean there's mass shootings that we've missed talking about because there's so many of them. But they happen every day. Because they happen every day in this country. Um, and then the meaty section is going to be what's going on with our ex-commander um, and thief. Commander and... Ooh. Yeah, you see what I did there? Criminal. Criminal, mm. yeah. Um, uh, but that'll be... But let's start it off with... Um, with uh, Let's start off with, with the Nashville um, shooting, actually really really tragic uh mass shooting uh in a school again and three students three kids and three adults yeah i think it was uh three kids under 10 and then three adults over 60 uh were murdered that sounds right yep yeah um it's terrible yeah it's fucked up uh it's like still from what i've seen there was some um you know again we're not saying mental health is the problem but there was like the person was in crisis they had lost a friend um there was some spiral from close reports like some sort of spiraling in mental health happening and like why do people just have such easy access to guns you know like without some sort of mental health background check or background checks generally you know purchased and purchased legally and created a nice little stash of weapons of mass destruction in their house, which allowed them to kill people very quickly. Yeah, that's the problem. Yep, so um, I mean, the the ultimate, not the ultimate solution, but the, the I think the thing that we need to start advocating for is guns need to be treated like cars. Yeah, yeah. You, you need to have a license, you need to register, you need to do those things on a regular basis. Um, this is just if if guns 
protected people, we would be the safest country in the world. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. We are very demonstrably not. And yeah. so we can uh, infer the opposite causal relationship there. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so this is going to continue to happen. Guns are the leading cause of death among children in this country. I'm going to say this again. Say it again. The leading this, cause of death among the children. The leading. It is taken over from cars, which we regulate pretty heavily because they're kind of deadly when yeah. not well regulated. And so, uh, you know, a baby dies in a plastic crib and we recall 200,000 of them right yeah. away, you know, this, and it's one kid, you know? Right. Um, and so people will say, okay, well, cribs are not protected in the constitution. And I'm going to say that kid's right to life supersedes your right to easy access to weapons. We restrict things in the bill of rights all the time. It's about reasonable restrictions. And yeah. so it is um, not, imposing on somebody's freedom uh to ask them to please not have hundred or thousands of rounds of ammunition and guns that are specifically designed to kill human beings along with high capacity ammunition all yeah, I, relatively cheaply available i agree and 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 something you know i i think also it feels like for myself sometimes that I get bogged down in what feels like the same cycle, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. This happens. Everybody talks about it. We argue about the people who send thoughts and prayers versus the people who want to see policy change. We have our little internet arguments. And then guess what? It happens three days later. And we just yeah. get stuck in that cycle again. Um, yeah. And so I, I just want to make two points to our listeners. One is that we have solid policy that could be passed and could be put into place. It's been proven in other countries. It could work here. We had success in the past in terms of like federal registries that got have got lost power over the years, right? But it can work and we have solutions. It's a matter of actually just getting politicians to act and implement them. Um, and I, I really think that in the next few years, we're going to reach a critical mass on this whole acceptance of NRA arguments. And most people are sick of it. Most yeah. people are sick of it. I, I really uh, hope there's going to be some movement. I also very understandably sense a, a generational divide um, where like yeah, some of the young people I know um, are not politically engaged, but they are on this. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, because you're afraid of getting murdered, which yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So there was, there was a second shooting at Denver East, right? Yes. And there's been yes. protests at the capitals. Yes. Kids have been walking out of classrooms and protesting yep. multiple days at the Capitol. I was yes. at the Capitol for my job a couple of weeks back and like half of Denver East was there. It was great to see the activism for the kids. And I, I was so proud of them yeah. for yeah. that. And yeah. so, um, yeah. And, and, and if you want to look long-term as selfishly like a political entity, um, the first party to capture this is going to have a leg up with future voters. Right. So, um, yeah. yeah, it's, it is, I try and now be pretty conscious about the things I share politically, um, like on my social media and stuff like that. And um, this is one that I just 
cannot um in good conscience not speak up about yeah and, and so it, it it is something that um if it was any other object we would be banning it yeah yeah i mean you continue i appreciate you and uh, i mean all of us continue to on this pod to keep talking about this you know because i noticed in myself like I'm in a time where I'm just really busy. I saw that this happened. I was like, the fuck. And then I get something else and I like totally forgot about it. And that is so bad. That is so bad, you know, that something like this can be so normalized um, that I can just be like, oh, that sucks. And then go about my day. But we've all experienced that, you know, like I think that we should acknowledge it. And I think that we should, um, without judgment, be able to talk about it. Um, But it is our responsibility to keep talking about it. Um, and I am repeating stuff that I have said on the last pod that we did about this and the one before that and the one before that, but this is something that we just have to stay engaged in because it's literally people's lives. I mean, I, I, I go into public places and I make sure I know where the exits are. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, especially places I am regularly. And so I, that's like part of my daily routine and that's not um let's say that's not something that any other pure country has accepted yeah 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 yeah. this the cbs uh sunday morning news has a running tally of deaths related to mass shootings and suicides and Mm -hmm. suicides are now over by guns over 3500 for this year alone I'm very glad that they're including suicides. Like I've said on this pod before, um, it's it is it doesn't get the headlines as much, but it is a very important component of you know. Like I saw um, something uh, yesterday. I think that for another year, I think it's been several years. I'm not sure exactly how many three, four, five um, Americans uh ex- life expectancy is declining right. and yeah. that's not the case for other peer countries and what right. there's many reasons for that but one of the reasons is we have a much higher successful quote-unquote suicide rate because yeah. of the prevalence of guns yeah. and so this is about giving people the opportunity for second chances and yeah. it's really fucking important because we need these people so um if you care about your country and you care about your fellow americans i think it is reasonable for everyone to expect that you sacrifice a little bit of quote-unquote freedom in order to make this happen and oh by the way the fact that all of us have to go into public places and know where the exits are is not freedom Right. Yeah. That's not freedom. Yeah. Like, you know, what else is in the oh Second Amendment, you know, what else is in the country, the right to life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness, which that's the, seems... that's the Declaration of Independence or sorry, founding documents. Yeah, I know, <laughs> yeah. I know that founding yeah. documents, <laughs> you know, what, whatever the technicalities. That's why we have history majors on this podcast. But, you know, I mean, I think there is a real question of like, you know, this the Second Amendment is about the right to uh, it's the reason you can bear arms is for the sake of creating a militia. And so I'm like, okay, well, a state regular, you know, so militias, state militias, what are those today? Those are like the, the, the national or, um, uh, yeah, the national guard. Yeah. The national guard. So conceivably, if you're not in the national guard, then it doesn't fall. I mean, like, that's another thing of just that no one's well, going to accept I mean, that. The, the other Second concerning Amendment. part is that, you know, 
a lot of people on the far right are now part of militia groups, right? The yeah. number of extremist militia groups arming themselves to the bone, to the teeth in this country and growing both in, in people joining them and their strength uh, is concerning, right? Yeah, um, yes. We talked about that pretty extensively yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, and that's, I mean, listen, we're, we're spiraling too far, but maybe for another time, or this would be spiraling too far to go this direction, but maybe for another time is the Revolutionary War was in many parts advocated for and spun out by the merchant and the more wealthy class in the U.S. who then got the poorer people to do their bidding and create the militias who then die, fought and died for them. And that's exactly what's happening on the far right right now is all these like working class people are being totally shenaniganed by all these rich people to do their fucking bidding and it's just like uh, it's just frustrating to you see you mean that. like maybe a faux billionaire who could possibly be under indictment right now possibly, possibly. Ooh, that's a good taste possibly. but before we go there i want to make go- one one thing tyler because i know you're going to yeah. transition us um and i just want to say one thing to our listeners because we we talked about mental health briefly and we don't want the gun conversation to hinge on that which is yes. a common uh distraction tactic from straw man i'd call it a straw man right yeah straw man is a great way to put it but we are also very concerned and understand that mental health crises do happen so if listeners if you are feeling something reach out to people okay it's totally fine to do that it's not your fault if you're having crises but it is your responsibility to try to deal with it yeah i hear that from other people and i just i think it's important to say that when that stuff gets totally and uh, on the s- subject of, of guns, we don't have significantly higher rates of mental health issues in this country compared to peer yeah. countries. And so that's not, um, it's a straw man argument about guns. Yeah. Um, right. yeah. But um, yeah, uh, yeah, take care uh, of yourself. Take care of yourself. And um, there was one thing I just wanted to name, I, I almost forgot, but you know, this, this is why I'm, I'm barely a host, uh, is that... Um, and I just think it's important to name because I just don't want to say that we're like avoiding it, that there was some, I actually am not sure where, where the information is right now, but there was some question about the gender identity of the, of the shooter yeah. um, and that perhaps they were transgendered, which of course, Marjorie Taylor Greene and her ilk jumped right on and just used it to all these transphobic slurs and all these things. Um, I'm still unclear about what the situation, you know, what the gender is, is. And even if they are transgendered, let us just remember, look at the facts again and be like, cool. So this would be that we know of like the first transgender like shooter, right? And there's been like one or two other women and like a handful of BIPOC people and the rest have been white men. So like in statistically, that is just normal statistics inside of anything that, you know, there's always um, some of other people of other identities. Uh, but just to say that, I don't want us to feel like we're avoiding that part of yes. this. If, if you're pleased, that's... Uh, a member of a group that you don't like shot and murdered six kids. people, including yeah. three kids. Get yeah. a hold of yourself. Yeah, you're an asshole. Yeah, go straight yeah. to hell. Vibing off of that point, real quick. I know we're trying to get off of this, but um, it's. I think it's very important to not glorify any of these shooters. Right. Like the one of the first things we always do is like, what's the shooter's identity and why did they do yeah. it? And that's yeah. one reason why it keeps happening because these people are glorified. And so yeah. I think um, it is, this is going to require a cultural change, which means it's going to be a lot of frustrating actions by individuals to, you know, 
perpetuate this cultural change. And I think one way that if you're if listeners, if you're like, what the hell can I do about this? One of the things you can do is don't talk about the shooter and talk more about the victims, like literally celebrate the lives of the victims, because that's going to affect people's emotions that will hopefully over the course of time allow for political change. So it might not seem like a big deal, but that's actually a pretty significant thing you can do. And so, yeah, I don't, this unfortunately has become a political issue with this shooter's identity, um, but I think we should do our best to avoid talking about any shooter yeah. fuck those people yeah legit legit uh you know the way in which we could change some laws generally in democracy happens either through you know um congress creating those laws and the president signing it or or you know sometimes also the judiciary uh can so you need and then there's a there's a check and balance inside of that it's an important check and balance Pivot to Israel. Uh, Israel, in which can I put you on another transition? Yeah, great. Let's try another one. Okay. Speaking of fuck those people, how about uh, Benjamin Benjamin Netanyahu? That'd be cleaner. That's a lot cleaner. That I like one? that. I like that one. That's a lot cleaner. Yeah. Let's go with that one. Let's go with that one. Um, yeah, Ben. Yeah, Benjamin Netanyahu, and um, also like his far right coalition that he had to um, pull together in order to stay in power basically like he start you know if you're not familiar listeners he, basically in the last election round he was maybe not going to win and so he kind of had to court the favor and make some um concessions in his uh platform and policies to he's already right wing but even further right wing and the um, religious right basically yeah. like the evangelicals of the jewish faith yeah yeah the, 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 the really hardcore zionists right the really hardcore zionists. super yeah, yeah. Um, and so that him and that crew, one thing that they, um, have done is, uh, they're, they're working to my understanding and clarity here, it would be helpful to basically they're, they're passing a law in which, or make, I don't know exactly how it's happening. I don't know if it's like a executive order or whatever their version of that is or whatever, but, um, to basically limit the power of the judiciary so that basically Congress can override the judiciary at any point. So that basically takes away the check uh, and check and balance of yeah. the judiciary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're yep. a, a way to easily explain it is they're defanging the um, Israeli judiciary, which traditionally has held a lot of power in the country. And many um, people on the far right have viewed it as a place where um, uh, liberal ideologies have been able to um, hold back certain changes that the far right wants to make and so they are trying to um defang them so they can hammer that stuff through so it would be a pretty fundamental change to the way israel is uh governed yeah. right and then and it opens the floodgates for a lot of very quick change on the right uh yeah. you're talking about uh larger military presence against palestine easier violence uh in places like the gaza strip right you're talking about uh a much more antagonistic government towards iran and other uh countries in the middle east right probably further destabilizing the region in the name yeah. of protecting themselves um <laughs> but which is <laughs> yeah always a funny double-edged sword right yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's yeah, a tough yeah. one yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah um yeah and you know it doesn't 
and and the optics of it also look horrible since Netanyahu has been under investigation for the last few years about corruption and is and that's another waiting to stand trial for it. <laughs> yeah, that's another part of this. Um, and some of the charges are pretty substantial. There's one yep. um, that he did a deal with the uh, one of the news agencies so that they would, I believe, get a license and in return, he'd get favorable coverage. And that's pretty tough. So state run um, media. But, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so Israel, I think for the last several weeks, uh, has been um, pretty on fire. Uh, the people have come yeah. out. So. Lots of huge protests. Yeah they're, yeah, they're not letting this go. They seem pretty determined. Yeah, yeah, who seems pretty determined though to keep pushing it through. But the, well, he backed off. Right, um, right. So we'll see. But that's not a you know. Yeah. A, a lot of times in these things, they'll back off in the short term to cool things down and then try it again. So and push it through. Yeah, yeah, when people are less paying attention. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be important to you know if you're an Israeli citizen who cares about your democracy to stay vigilant. Um, but we talk about this a lot. This is part of the larger world struggle that we're in right now that's happening between countries and within countries with authoritarianism on one side and democracy on another side. It also, there seems to be um, a marriage of, let's say, um, conservative religious ideologies on the uh, autocratic side and a more mm-hmm. secular uh, bent on the democratic side. Um, That's right. That's right. And you see a lot of interesting data where, like, you know, Americans' religious identities among young people have declined dramatically, dramatically. Yeah. And so I think this is a global reaction to a very significant change in our global culture. And it's um a fight that we're probably going to be in for the next couple decades and uh yeah pretty... if not if not centuries i mean yeah. it's the type and like because i this is <laughs> you guys want to talk sapiens for a second and talk about religion because <laughs> right. i kind of i kind of want to read listeners if you haven't we read sapiens in our book club outside yeah. of this it was awesome but i would say read it and the success of people coming together over religions based on singular deities or multiple deities it's one of the most important combining features and as that is like completely eroded in younger generations it destabilizes a large chunk of how society has classically interacted and so we're almost charting a new territory right as we have a bunch of younger people choosing to be non-religious choosing to try to be outside of that very religious worldview, religious home life, religious family life. Um, And it could destabilize global culture for longer than a couple decades. It could be, yeah. So like the, 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 put some meat on that bone. Yeah, put some meat on it, John. (laughs) Throw that down the bone. The (laughs) argument of sapiens is that humans have been able to, one of the arguments of sapiens is that humans have been able to develop past a, um, a tribal structure through um, stories defined very broadly. So those stories could be communism, those stories could be Christianity, whatever. Um, Through, I would say, a a rapid technological advance, we have all now been able to kind of examine each other's stories. And one of the, and by us, I mean humanity and our various cultures, through that, we've all kind of discovered that, oh, there's like a, a lot of 
um, variety here. Also, there's a lot of reason to like maybe not trust the stories we've been told. And that has had a, I think, a global destabilizing effect because humans need stories to be able to know how to operate with each other. It yeah, allows, how they interact with people. Yeah, it allows the fact that I can go to the post office and know nobody there, but be able to navigate that social interaction. If we didn't have stories that told us how to do that, uh, we wouldn't, we would break down. And so one of the things we've, we found is that um, over the last, I would say two decades, probably, um, is that all, a lot of these stories are starting to break down. And so, um, and, and with that, I think, at least in the US, we've seen a um, decline in community generally. Mm -hmm. One of the, one of the best ways, one of the most prevalent ways to have a community was through your religion. Uh, But that doesn't really happen anymore. Also, just side note, I would argue that cars and the way that we've built cities and such have also really led to that and we should maybe redesign cities but that's a yeah. whole other discussion we don't need yeah. to get into this isn't the zoning podcast <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah 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 that's a that's a thing i mean you but know, i just I wanted to pitch for that real quick that's real that's real and i mean my hope is that right because with in this uh, any, any sort of destructuring like because well, let's be real i mean obviously you know religions have also led to lots of war and violence because when they disagree with each other and they can't understand each other's stories. So it's like with any sort of, you know, opening or disorganization of these sort of systems, there's the opportunity for reorganizing in a more, um, or, uh, 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 life aligned way right yeah, and inclusive and like yeah agreed. Yeah. And, and what I hope, you know, that there's something like, I'm not saying it has to be this, but there's something like, Hey, we are all on this earth together. And like, you know, we are destroying it. And if we want to survive, like we need to care for it together and like some shared story and understanding, right. That actually applies to all of us, you know, that we can do that mm-hmm. together. I hope that something like that emerges, you know, so that, yeah. I, I think it's either that or we blow ourselves up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, like, I, I really <laughs> think that those are the only two options. And so um, at least or everything crumbles, or, or I guess this is blowing ourselves up, all the systems crumble, and then we basically try it and we become tribalist we again. But yeah, yeah, reset yeah. by necessity, yeah. because we don't have the technology to yeah, yeah. be in a global society. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah Hello, like I, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, is that a Flowbot reference? No, but I'm glad that me and Flowbots can be in the same sentence. Okay, that's, well, great. <laughs> that's great. Um, they have like a song called Atlantis. Oh, oh, okay. uh, that is um, about climate change. So oh. it was like a very relevant wow reference that you didn't know you made. Great, great. Um, wild shit. Um, yeah, like we are. One of the other arguments the Sabians make is there's kind of an inexorable march towards um, larger forms of organization among our species. And we are, and this is also something that Michio Kaku argues, is that we are in a pivot point right now about if we get through this, we're probably going to be able to expand past the planet will diversify in that way. And our species will probably promulgate no matter what. or we'll blow ourselves up. And so like we are in a very particular moment right now. And really the, you know, the prior generation, our generation, the next generation, and maybe a couple others have been given a real gift because we actually get to decide how this goes, um, which is in one way, super freaking scary, but uh, in another way, it's pretty cool. 
So um, let's decide the right way, folks. Yeah. <laughs> you got that right. Well, speaking of making hard decisions and the world maybe ending, the, the easier transition here would have been where we started this conversation, which was speaking of uh, of <laughs> leaders of countries being uh, charged with with criminal charges. Hey, guess what happened on this very day? I know it's taken us some time to get here, listeners. We're like, very quickly, let's talk about these other things 20 minutes later. Uh, <laughs> But, with like lots of weird philosophy and shit yeah, in there that nobody yeah, yeah. cares about. But thanks Except for sticking. Stu. Hi, Stu. Yeah, thanks for listening, Stu. Uh, but thanks for getting the through to, you know, the big headline of that would just happened today, ex-president Donald Trump indicted on criminal charges by the New York DA. Wow. Wild shit. Uh, for wow. paying a porn star to not talk about their relationship prior to an election, which was classified as a um, election contribution. Our timeline yeah. is both horrifying and hilarious. Horrifying, it's hilarious. Wild. So, wild. so hard for me to deal with that fact. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, he was indicted. Um, first ever former sitting president. Yeah, first yeah. ever. First ever. Um, I have uncharted seen... territory. It, yes for lots of different reasons <laughs> yeah. um kind of an overarching point i want to make especially because i assume that we have a mostly liberal audience here um i've seen lots of liberal people being like happy indictment day yada 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 this is not something to celebrate um yeah. is it the right thing to do i think so Lon, the 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 um fact that everybody is subject to the law is pretty important and so we should make sure we maintain that otherwise we've lost something very essential about america that's literally the reason we exist right mm -hmm. and so um i think it's right to do so but it is not something that we should be joyous about this is not good it, i i agree and it's like all it does is put more partisan anger and bad sentiment into the body politic which he's already poisoned to a point yeah that yeah totally. hopefully is still recoverable um, yeah this problem th there's a very good argument that this helps him politically right um yeah it's, I, it's, it's like they're coming after me i'm draining the swamp they're now they're you know all that the, shit i'm sure there will be a to use a political science term a rally around the flag effect as well which is yeah. like desantis by you know like this this might wrap the primary up for him um, it's still the right thing to do because the rule of law in America is incredibly important. And unfortunately, you don't get to choose when to enforce that. You just have to do it. Yeah. So, you know, this is not something we shouldn't have done. Um, also, on the political front, um, it would have been better if one of the other three cases he's facing possibly yeah. in the future uh, came down, which are election interference stuff. Yeah. And yeah, so right. there would have been... Um, this is easier to um, sweep away and explain. It's like, who cares? He was sleeping with a porn star and he paid her. Like, right. whatever. Yeah. They yeah. signed agreements, you know? Like, who cares? Uh, yada, yada. And it's much harder to be like, well, yeah, but like it affected the election and like rule yeah. of law, you know, instead of being like, hey, did you hear the Rothenberger's call where he asked for the exact amount of number of votes yeah. plus one to <laughs> yeah. win the state? That's pretty fucking bad, don't you think? Like, yeah. that's a much easier argument to make and a much um, tougher thing to defend than, than this is. And so- and um, 
and it's also, uh, I think I, I agree with you, John, hundred percent. And it's also a good, you know, show to the American people of just how long investigations take and how important <laughs> yeah. it is to connect the dots and cross yeah. the T's, dot your I's, cross your T's, right? Because he's yeah. still under investigation for those ones yeah. in uh, interference in Georgia and potentially Pennsylvania. And so like those could be coming down the pipe in the next six to eight months. It would be nice to get it a little before like the primary season really kicked yeah. off, but that's, yeah. that's not how investigations like this work. Um, and, you know, at, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter when those come down the pipe because he's going to use it as a ploy for political attacks against him, right? Yeah. To him, no matter what, it's a partisan attack. So um, the timing is never going to look good, unfortunately, but you have to hold people accountable. And so I, I agree with you. It's the right thing to do. We'll see what ends up happening, you know, as he's actually indicted and what the grand jury decides and what punishment. Yes. So, so details so, there, yeah. it seems like it's a felony charge. Uh, and there's a lot of reporting that it's going to be a misdemeanor. So that's interesting. Uh, um, Maggie Haberman, who is like the Trump whisperer, is reporting that um, his his people were pretty caught off guard. There was some recent reporting that the grand jury was um, going to be chilling. Yeah, we're going term. on break. Yeah, yeah. 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 We're going on break. Yeah. <laughs> For like the next four weeks. Um, yeah, the tweets were great last week. The whole, they're going to arrest me. They're going to drag me in. And then three days later, I have such new respect for the grand jury. It's like amazing. <laughs> yeah. Happen. And then they're like, just kidding. Just kidding. So, um, so yeah, it's, you know, now they, they are in the process. It's being reported of negotiating a surrender. Um, yeah. I read that that was pretty important to Trump because he views it as a, um, moment of, um, a lot of public scrutiny so yeah totally um, he's gonna use yeah exactly this is gonna be like a sh another part of the show yeah another exactly. part of the show so just like steve bannon did um yep. so that's gonna be very interesting to see how that goes um i would guess that this is going to um i mean i i absolutely agree with your point kelly earlier that investigations take however long they're gonna take um I would be curious to know if this will make prosecutors more comfortable to bring charges. Like you're not the first one to do it. And so, right. you know, the, the first person to charge a, a former president is going into the history books. Uh, the third one who does it is probably not. So right. that might be, you know. Some, well, and, and right. And not just, not just the name and title and the nervousness about all that, but it, builds on potential violence and how it's going to go when the day actually happens when he shows up is his supporters yeah. going to go there and there's going to be three thousand people in the streets with guns strapped to him and proud boys there trying to fist fight cops as they bring him into the courthouse right like yeah. we just don't know what's going to happen <laughs> like yeah. um it's it's a big question mark and his and his supporters are still pretty fiery so yeah yeah i've seen yeah, a lot but, of references to like this feels january 6 ish so i mean right. let's very much hope it's not that and also i think there's some pretty significant significant um what i would say are like landscape differences which is like january 6 was a very known date this was yeah. not so it's just harder to organize around yeah um yeah. you know dc is different than new york in a lot of different ways so, um, you know, there's some things I think that 
I'm not saying this is going to be January 6th is what I'm saying. Um, right. No, but I, I agree with you. Yeah. I think that the, there, there is definitely this now puts us into a different paradigm yeah. um, than we were yesterday, I think, which is pretty totally. important. Um, totally. I mean, it so, was like, it was a badge of honor that the United States had throughout its history, right? That we never had to charge sitting presidents. We never had to have yeah. those conversations. We always had political leaders. We had people who got in trouble with both state and federal governments for a variety of reasons. People who were arrested, people who were charged and indicted, right? Um, but they were never an ex-sitting president. And that was always something that people around the world thought of the United States. That was like, and, and we as ourselves thought that's like a third world country thing. That's something yeah. that other people do. The United States don't yeah. do it. And we have crossed that line now and we could never come yeah. back from it. And so yeah. it does usher in a new age, but hopefully yeah. in the long run, a more responsible age in American politics. <laughs> let's hope so. You talk, um, about a, you talk about a new age. Let's just be, let me, let me get it weird. So, you know, like last week, uh, Pluto entered Aquarius where it will be for uh, until like mid June. Cause then it goes retrograde. And then in 2024, early 2024, it goes back into, into Aquarius where it will be for the next 20 years. The last time that Pluto was in Aquarius uh, was when the American revolution and the French revolution happened. So fun times. Cause that's like, it's part of its vibe and astrologers are predicting that it's like one of those things where it's like either we up level or it all falls apart and I, uh, either way i'm so glad that you explained the historical context like in the text to us last week and <laughs> i did because if you'd have just said the like astral sign stuff i would have had no idea what you're talking about I'm like cool yeah where yeah, yeah. nice. all right or yeah, whatever you yeah. said yeah <laughs> yeah, whatever it yeah. <laughs> basically it's like it's like gonna shake you know shake things up also can we just really appreciate um just like that a sex worker like thank you sex workers for many reasons and thank you a sex worker for taking down an authoritative like fucking proto-fascist that's just he's really yeah. funny too like it he's is. got a great twitter yeah. presence yeah um, I found out recently that she uh, actually i forgot that had came to sarah lawrence while i was there at college too and uh because someone was writing like an article on her and she like hung out with some of the students and lauren was there and they all smoked a joint together really <laughs> yeah <laughs> So Lawrence so enjoys which is fucking just great side story. That is uh the world yeah. we live in. It's amazing. I, I feel yeah. like we need to cut that. Uh, no, no editing on this one. It's real. It's real. It's hearsay. Okay. It's hearsay. You can't get in trouble for things that are legal now. Okay. You can't. Whatever. How's that work, right? When it was like it wasn't okay. it's now it's legal, it's, but it wasn't. It's it's jocular. It's Ask jocular. Lauren. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um so something to bring us back. Yes. Um, something that's very interesting about the surrender is if he refuses to, Florida has to extradite him to New York. Uh, right. The thing oh, about right. Florida is that their governor is Ron DeSantis. Oh, right, right. And That'll he has, I'm reading now in the New York Times, he has vowed not to cooperate amazing. with any extradition. That's correct. Amazing. Yep. Adding so another level. What is yeah. that mean? I mean, I guess uh, Trump could fly to New York and then get arrested when he gets off his private jet or whatever. Well, no, that's that's the, a, that's the that thing. He can just stay so... in Florida indefinitely. Oh, yeah. right, right, right. So, right. So, if he didn't, right. Okay, okay, right. Yeah. Uh -huh. So, like, if he yeah. didn't, yeah. If so, he decides not to turn himself in another state, I feel like there's there's a might be another work way around it legally. Since I mean, I'm sure that I think I was saying the, the, the U.S. Marshal Florida. 
Yeah, right? New York would. Like, but couldn't couldn't they like use the U.S. Marshals or something? Like, how couldn't they? The federal government that's would federal, need to resolve that's it the in federal some government. way. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know exactly what the mechanism is for that. Like I right. said, I think New York might need to like take it to the courts. Right, Joe Biden could ruled. also yeah. decide to to get involved, um, but like he won't. Oh yeah, no, won't. he won't. Uh, unless he decides uh, he decide that he's not going to run again and then he'll just be like yeah wow wouldn't that be a thing that would literally start oh some yeah shit that we oh, don't yeah. get into well but the, but i mean it could also start some shit florida refusing to extradite him too i mean that's like yeah i mean we're shit. we're talking about some real conflictual shit between two very powerful states yeah, uh, that are the largely symbols of the partisan divide in this yeah. country, yeah. and they have important political leaders who have future aspirations, right? Who are leading them? So yeah. fun um, times. This could get wild. Yeah, yeah. Wild, wild, wild. Yeah, it's just um, the beginning. Yep. Yeah. So, but the interesting thing would be if Georgia decides to go, then it's like, okay, well, now things are a little bit different. Right. Um, I mean, this does feel like it's going to be the, um, I mean, we'll see how long it draws out, but I, I would imagine that this is going to be all of the um, prologue to the 2024 election, right? Like this is going to be the oh, thing yeah. that we go well, into, if, if it's not still unfolding, but it's, it's going to be. Here's the, the interesting thing. thing about history is prologue keeps going backwards you know because like, right, yeah, yeah, right, right. i would probably <laughs> say the prologue is january 6th but that's then you right be yeah. like well what about yeah yeah, 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 yeah so yeah, and then yeah, you go yeah, back yeah. to the war in iraq or 9 11 or, yeah, or the yeah, revolution yeah. or there's a apocryphal story about um zoe and uh who would, i think i hope i pronounced that correctly who was the second to mao zedong and um someone came up to him and was like Hey, what do you think about the French Revolution? And he was like, "Too early to tell." <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Yeah, you need to be a thousand years away from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, That's really true. appreciate that. There's something very true about that, even if it's not a fact. Um, hey, we didn't start the fire. It's always been burning. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Billy Joel uh, knows. I, yeah. I read an interesting article the other day that said Billy Joel hates that song, and he hated <laughs> after he wrote it. Amazing. He was like, it's the worst <laughs> writing I've ever done in the song which I found surprising and I thought you guys would appreciate. I love that. He's probably so annoyed. That's so funny. I love that so much. (laughs) God bless Billy Joel. I love Billy Joel. Um, So yeah, I mean, this shit's going to be, we we live in unprecedented times and it kind of sucks. But it is like a car crash, very difficult to look away from. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to, we'll keep you updated. Um, We'll keep you updated, uh, uh, listeners, as this continues to unfold, and we'll try not to have wow. so much of a gap. Uh, reporting from the New York Times, all uniform members of the NYPD need to be, quote, prepared for deployment after the indictment of Donald Trump, according to an internal memo obtained by the Times. Well, yeah, because wherever they bring them in, they're going to have to have massive amounts of security. Yeah. Massive. And yeah, I mean, they because they I saw that they wanted him to surrender tomorrow and that his legal team pushed back. And one of the reasons is, and this could actually be a legitimate reason, the Secret Service is like, yo, we need more time to get ready for this, which Mm -hmm. that 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 could be a legitimate excuse. Cause like, yeah, they're gonna have to the fucking perimeters that are gonna need to be set up (laughs) for this to happen. Yeah, it's gonna be fucking wild. Yeah. 
Well, listeners, here we go. Another another exciting times in uh, in America. Thanks for letting us be your. Um, we're not your guides. We're like we're like the um, peanut section. Thank, you know? Yeah, I was we're, gonna say uh, yeah. Thanks for letting us be like parakeets on your window, just chirping <laughs> at you for a little bit. <laughs> um, fuck yeah, the rule of law. Godspeed, everybody. Shit. Hell yeah. Resistance Revival Chorus version, by the way. We love to see it. Get your jig on. <laughs> Get your jig on.